welcome to The Center in the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. You know, we asked a really funny question, and it kind of came from a conversation you and I had where I was like, man, I wish I had known a long time ago not to wax my eyebrows, because trying to get them the same everything right now is a nightmare, and you will wish you didn't wax your eyebrows, because one day they're going to be like light gray, or we'll call it blonde, and you got to pencil them in and line them up. Yes, I'm starting to call my gray blonde. Yeah, yes. Uh A highlight. Yes, that is true. One day you will turn gray and you will not have beautiful, naturally, whatever hair anymore. Yeah, your eyebrows. You'd be like, oh man, I'd, I'd kill for those eyebrows now. Yeah, I think I would tell my younger self that. Don't start highlighting your hair too early. Mm. You have the rest of your life for that. And at the end of your life, it's going to highlight naturally. We call them (laughs) wisdom hairs. (laughs) Is that what we call them? (laughs) That's what I'm calling them today because I haven't had my hair colored in two months. (laughs) So I'm wearing it up. (laughs) I like that. I like that. That's a nice word for them. Yeah. Yeah. What else would you tell your younger self? Like if you could go back, what would you tell yourself? I would tell myself a lot. Right? Definitely um, one of the things I've noticed lately and thought about a lot is your skin will not always be this firm. Mm-hmm. I would tell my younger self, you know, so I don't know what I would do with that or right. if you could really appreciate it at the time, but wow, collagen mm. and skin elasticity, like prior to children and gravity taking control of after 50 years on earth, it's so much better. Right. Yeah. Enjoy that. Oh, and how about like, your 48-year-old self would really appreciate that body that you thought was out of shape and fat at 20. Oh, facts. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, seriously? That's right. Looking good, girl. Girl, go strut it. But like, <laughs> you know, modestly clothed, but you know. Yeah, we don't we don't need to see any cracks or crevices. Oh my gosh. On either end. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was driving down the street, taking my son somewhere, and... One of the best signs I've ever seen. It was for a chiropractor, but it said, best crack in town. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I think the only thing that would make that better would be if it was at a plumber's place. <laughs> oh, gosh. That is awesome. So we did reach out and ask you guys, what would you tell your younger self? And some of y'all are funny. Someone said, I wish I'd known about cryptocurrency. Loved um, that one. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, and some people said, oh, people pleasing is for the birds. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. They don't even care, right? Stop trying to please them. They don't even deserve you. Yes. Uh, one of mine was fitting in is not the goal. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like as a young person, that's what you're always trying to do. I mean, I think even as adults, we try to do this as well mm-hmm. sometimes. But it, like, that's the goal. That's our project. We want to fit in with whoever, this particular group or this, per, you know, this particular person or this particular boy. And that's not the goal. Right. Cross it off the list and, and move on. What else did they give us? Um, we have change happens little by little. And y'all, this could be like internal change and it could also be like external change. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to be 48 and be like, what? <laughs> yes. Oh, my mom recently turned 80 and she is basically, I think she's in shock. She keeps saying, I just cannot believe that I'm 80. Like, I don't understand how it happened. 
But seriously, if we take the number away, that's for goes for any of us. But your mom does not look or act eighty. No, she doesn't. We need to post a picture of her. She's got it going on, y'all. She's a little cutie patootie. She's great. We are kindred spirit, and we've only met <laughs> once, maybe. <laughs> they totally are. <laughs> They're the bag lady sisters. Yeah, we have lots of little things in common. Yes, they do. It's really funny. Maybe that's why we get along so well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes you might scold me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there's another one here that says, um, things are temporary. When circumstances feel too big, Keeping things simple and understanding your next steps, because it's all temporary, can give enough breathing room to regain confidence and perseverance. Mm, That's good. That's really good. So wise. Yes. I was just talking with a friend last night, and she um, is a surgical PA, and that's how I met her. And um, she would say things, her job often was life or death. Like, we're, we're fixing this person's heart. This is life or death. Mm. And so when I would say something, she's like, is someone's life at stake here? Is somebody going to die from this? I'm like, no. Actually, that puts it in good perspective. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No. Is anyone going to die from this decision? Hopefully not. I don't think so. <laughs> Occasionally, the answer is yes. I know. Well, I, I do the same thing. I'm like, is this a salvation issue? Because if it's not, then let's not argue about it. Right? You know, like, does this is this going to mess you up getting to heaven? Oh. Then it's really not that big a deal, is it? Right. If we could all get there, right? Mm. Maybe I should say, is is this a life or death situation? And if it is, do you know Jesus? Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they would love that in the moment, by the I way. I always get the most interesting looks. I think it was especially um, the past couple of years, like when COVID hit and I don't know, whatever about COVID, but um, I would say people would just be like, oh, I just don't know. I'm like, well, you know what? Whatever. God already knows when we're going to die and when he di- when we're not, and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it just is what it is. And at least I know where I'm going when I die. Do you know where you're going? <laughs> <laughs> and they would just look at me like, I don't even know what to do with all that. First of all, like you're not terrified. And second, did you just ask me? Did you just say the name of Jesus? And did you just ask me about my salvation and my religious beliefs? But it really worked. Yeah, you're like all in one sentence. And then I would just drop the mic and walk away. (laughs) You know, it's like just asking for a friend. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's good stuff. You got to keep people on their toes sometimes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. There are lots of things I would tell my younger self. Like, it's really like, it doesn't matter as much as you think it does. Yeah. I think about high school and all the ridiculous amount of BS that goes on in high school and Mm. how every waking moment revolves around what someone might think of you or if you wore the same pants as somebody else. At least it was back when I was, you know. Yeah. Um, Think about the kids now. I mean, they've got it totally different with everything plastered on social media. I can't imagine. Like, God knew. Mm. Videos going, somebody videoing something all the time. I mean... Thank you, Lord. Yeah. We only had Polaroid cameras. Oh, yeah. You know? And then you had to shake it, shake, 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 shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> that was so fun. But your film ran out. Of, you know. Ten. You got 10 or 12 shots, right? Yeah. And then, you know, by the time things got crazy, you were out of film, so it's not documented. Right. The reload. <laughs> <laughs> and the camcorder was way too expensive. 
Yeah, or your parents had it. That's right. And don't you record over our family vacation video. Definitely not. I never had any, but I... I, I heard that that was a thing. <laughs> I don't think we ever, we didn't do much videoing. Does it ever make you feel bad when you see people like, oh, you can turn your family movies into a, you know, or in a movie they show like all this, these parents have all these videos of all the happenings. Yeah, we don't really have that. Oh, we that. have photos. Yeah. But they're not even in order. They're just like thrown in this basket. I actually just went through them in, out of my mom's closet. Okay. Um, Found like a couple of boxes of them and went through them. They're like from... Every different walk of life and all mixed in together. We definitely don't have videos. Right? And I think what's interesting is as you probably looked back, you thought, huh, that was an awkward time or that was a fun time. But at the end of the day, all of them became a culmination of who you are today. Yes. Very well said. Was that a good word? Even when I had asymmetrical haircut. (laughs) (laughs) What did the asymmetrical haircut teach you? (laughs) In middle school. I know. I... I tell people that sometimes I'm like, well, I had an asymmetrical haircut in middle school. And they're like, really? (laughs) I've seen a video. I mean, a picture of friends. It's It's not a good look. Yeah. Ever. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's asymmetrical bobs and stuff now. So that's cool. When you have curly hair, asymmetrical is not a good choice. Oh, yeah. Pro tip. Tell your younger self. That's what I would tell my younger self. Do not. Do not get short hair with curly. Do not cut your hair short with curly hair. You did you cut like it? Like, did your mom make you get it, or did you do it? You chose it. I'm sure I chose it. My mom wouldn't put me in an asymmetrical <laughs> haircut. I'm sure I wanted it, and she was like, "All right, girl, whatever, you little sassy teenager, you do you. <laughs> you <laughs> she, get to look at the pictures when you grow up." Your mom was <laughs> laughing at you on the way out of for school the next day, like, "Oh, she's gonna have a good day. Yeah. She probably called all her friends. I can't wait to hear what happens to Allison. <laughs> She'll be in therapy for this for years. No, I'm just kidding." <laughs> Oh my gosh yeah that is one thing i'll tell my younger self mm-hmm. huh. yeah don't cut your hair short with there you go if you have curly hair don't cut it short oh how about don't settle yeah and that unique and different are good yeah you know that just like a masterpiece an art piece of art like it once it's replicated over and over it loses its value but when we're in with friends and society and the world, we think if we're going to be of value, we have to look like everyone else and act like everyone else. And it's like the opposite. Right. And so how do we, you know, learn to embrace this, your, be uniquely you. I mean, and embrace that, those differences and treasure them and be thankful for them. Um, so that we're not just copies and reproductions of everybody else. Yeah, the world doesn't need any more copy-paste, that's for sure. Ooh, I like that. Copy and paste. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. unless you're having children. Like, definitely, like, we copy-pasted my husband into my son, for I sure. I mean, think about the Minions. What's that? Oh, right? gosh, yes. Um, uh, Despicable Me. Yes, think about the Minions. They all look the same, but they all have their own little unique personalities. Right. And they're all, like, quirky or have a little this or a little bit of that. So, you know, embrace that. And I think that God uses, you know, he puts a unique um, quality in Mm -hmm. all of us. And if we don't stifle it, it is the thing that's going to make, you know, I don't know, the trajectory different, right? Yeah, to stand apart. To stand apart and to make a change where we're planted, right? Like 
God planted you with that particular thought so you could stand up and make a difference. That's right. I mean, we're not ever going to make an impact in his kingdom if we try to look like everyone else. We have to be who he's created us to be to fulfill the mission that he's given us. Yes. I think I want to ask you a question. So when is a time that you tried to fit in or quiet something or dull something within you or change so you could fit in and it turned out horribly wrong? Is there such a thing? Besides asymmetrical haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I was the only one with an asymmetrical haircut besides some sort of Cindy Lauper person or something. Um, Oh, gosh. How, I mean, I think so many. Mm -hmm. I think growing up, maybe especially in college. Okay. Where I I would uh, get into groups and maybe go to parties and things like that. I would... I was notorious for this. So I would go out and try to like fit in with the crowd and stay out late and do the party thing. But I love to go to bed early. Yeah. Well, I would just disappear. I would just leave, but I wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because I knew if I told them that they would be like, no, girl, I'd get all the peer pressure. Right. Just stay, blah, 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 blah. And I just wanted to go home. So I would disappear, but then everybody would get mad at me because they were like, what? You have to tell us when you're leaving. Yes. Like anything could have happened. But then yes. I didn't want to hear all their flack. Yes. You know? And so I would try to fit in, but then I would be like so over it. Right. And then I will get in trouble because I wouldn't tell them. Cause I didn't, anyway. So what would you do differently? Just like not go or just say, hey, I'm leaving and I don't really care what you think about it. I think that. I think I would just be like, yeah, I don't really care what you say. Yeah, I, I gotta go. That was more the pleasing part of me. I wanted to avoid that, mm-hmm. you know, where I, I didn't want to make any, anybody mad or I probably didn't feel strong enough to combat that. Uh-huh. Where now I'd be like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I ain't got time. <laughs> I'm already in my pajamas in my head, so it's too late. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, having the confidence and the strength, just be like, hey, I'm out. Yeah. See ya. Um, I mean, that's just one example. Right? You're like, what page do we turn to next? Yeah. I mean, that's appropriate for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. I think it's mostly trying to fit in with groups of people as I look back over, Mm -hmm. you know, the stages of my life where I would get caught up trying to fit in. Maybe using, you know, a certain language or talking a certain way or dressing a certain way and changing who I was. Um, like a chameleon? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though for me, a chameleon is a little different. Maybe. Maybe I'm thinking about imposter. I know there's like an imposter syndrome and I'm not going to look it up, but I'm sure I've been there. But chameleon, I just wanted to like not stand out. Right. I wanted to just like fade in. So you didn't, I I had someone come up to me, probably I was 20 something years old and they go, you were that girl in high school that nobody really got to know. Everybody knew who I was because I was a cheerleader and I was in, you know, this um, arts program. They knew who I was, but they really never knew who I was. They're like, you were the one that no one could get to because I, I wasn't going to let anybody in because like, you know, you had your protection walls up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess in a way, I kind of was always there, but no one knew me, and that's how I wanted it. 
Right. But that's not really a safe place to be necessarily because then you have things that are hiding in plain sight, right? I think it's, I think, what do you think the root of that is? I think it goes back to a fear, mm-hmm. an insecurity. And I mean, because when you are trying to fit in and look like everyone else and talk like everyone else, it's the same thing. You don't want to stand out. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm the total opposite. I want clothes that nobody else wears. Mm-hmm. I always try to, you know, I won't go to regular stores. I try to find things that nobody else has. I don't mind having an, a bright orange purse, you know, instead of a black purse. Like, I don't want to fit in anymore. So I think, and this is not the case with you, but I think that can also become like swinging the pendulum all the way to the other side. We're like, I want my um, ability to stand out to, it becomes rooted in something else. Right. It can, I'm, I'm sure. I don't know what it would be. Well, now. I mean, well, attention, which I definitely don't want for those of you who um, try to get me on social media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by I'm the way. Like, no, no, no. I'm hot. I like to fly under the radar, but I like to be unique now. And I think I spent, um, what I would tell my younger self is, just go ahead and embrace that now. Like it's such a wonderful feeling. Just, I think I sort of tried to maybe with my asymmetrical haircut back in the day, like little bits were squeaking out, Yeah, you know, like we're sneaking out here and there, but then you might get a negative reaction. And so it sent me back into a shell, um, which is so easy in your younger years. And when you're not as secure in who you are in Christ. Oh my gosh. Like, yes. Hey, younger self, figure out who you are in Christ and who God is early on. I know they're going to tell you you need to know like who's the latest band and what's the latest drama. That's not even worth it. Because at the end of the day, as soon as you figure out who you are in Christ, you have, and we've talked about it so many times, you have a certain amount of boldness, confidence. Um, You can stand strong when something comes your way, it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt, but... And you'll still be... I'm still insecure. For sure. And, I mean, like, and things hurt my feelings, and I... Yes, but you've got that foundation. You have the foundation, so you still stand firm. And you might stand a little shorter some days or a little more mm-hmm. broken some days. But then at the end of those days, you know where to go to, to, like, shore up the broken places, right? You get past that. I don't want to be anyone else anymore. Right. I'm just, I just want to be me. I don't want to sit at the top of the mountain, yeah. but I just want to be me. I want to be comfortable in my own skin. And I think that's my prayer for everybody. I just like, just figure out who you find that confidence in Christ. That's what goes back to one of my other ones that I would tell my younger self. God really is the best way. Uh-huh. Listen to what all these people are telling you. Every other path path leads to a hot mess. That's what I wrote down. It really does. (laughs) I mean, I have tried. Yeah. And I'm sure y'all have too. It just does. I mean, he really is the best and only way to a satisfied, peaceful life. Not perfect. Not harmonious. Not always happy. And not always going perfectly. Because that is not promised. But the courage and the peace, for sure. Um, mm. It also gives you a confidence. Yes. Not to think it's your job to make everybody happy. That's my last one. Oh. Because mm, you're never going to make anybody happy anyway. It's impossible. Yes. Even if it was your job 
and it's not, right? you would always get an F. <laughs> Just know that you would always get an F because you're never going to be able to make everybody happy. Yeah. I love that. And I also um, was thinking along those lines is stop looking to other people for your happiness. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Because they will fail you. Um, the bar will be moved, whatever. The goal line will be moved. And so that's where learning to be content with who you are and where you are in this moment, in this day, it just becomes... I don't, it's a peaceful place. It is. When you were talking about like, I don't want to be on the top of the mountain. You know, I was, I'm a very visual person. I was thinking, I just want to kind of be sitting on the side by myself with my backpack, just looking and just observing yes. and taking it in, you know. And being okay with being there. Yeah. By yourself. Yes. With your backpack, taking it in. Just sitting there, just chilling out. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you want to sit? We'll talk about Jesus. But I don't feel like I need to go chase you down and, like, beat you over the head with my truth. Right. right? I do want everyone to know God 100%. But I think sometimes, even in our arena that we are in, it becomes, how many followers do you have? How many times are you speaking? Um, how many books have you read? How many responses do you get? How much engagement do you get on social media? And it's like... I never look. I don't care. <laughs> no. I mean, if we really take all of this, I think so many of the things, it just points back to God. Mm-hmm. All of the lessons that we would tell our younger self. And it, if it's just coming to terms with embracing who you are in Christ, knowing who you are, finding that confidence so that you can share with that one person in the checkout line that small group that you're with, that neighbor, that whoever, it's really just about that next step and having the confidence to share wisdom, to share grace, to share love, to share the Lord with whoever, because that's our goal. That's the job. Not fitting in, but sharing truth so we all end up in heaven together. And you know what else is funny? We've talked about this before, but I remember probably like... God gifted you and whatever he gifted you in, it is so natural for you. You feel like it's just like a walk in the park, you know? Yes. And that is the thing that people need. Like you handwrite cards. You're an encourager. You um, are so intentional with things, you know? Somebody else, she loves to bake um, cinnamon rolls. And so she does takes her love of cinnamon rolls. People love her cinnamon rolls. It's easy for her to do. And she sells them and she donates money. So like, oh. what is it that's already in your life that you enjoy doing, right? Yes. Because that's your gift. Mm-hmm. That's one of your gifts for And it's sure. easy because, you know, God doesn't give us hard things, but he has given us gifts. And how are we going to use them? And he does give us hard things, sadly. Yes. <laughs> yes, but uh, oftentimes things feel like too much when we fill up our to-do list is where I was kind of going with that. With things that we need to do or we need to have this many people or we need yes. to we set these worldly expectations as to what it looks like. We're the we're doing instead of just being who we're supposed to Ooh, be. Oh, we're doing instead of being. I yeah. love that. We're called human beings for a reason. We're not called human doings. Hello. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um Well, I hope that this week you'll think about this question. What would you tell your younger self? Mm. And just reflect on that. And how's it going? 
Yeah. You know, like thinking back on those things, you know, and who in your life can you might, you might you be able to share it with that wisdom? Yeah. You know, like, hey, I was listening to this podcast. They asked me this question. These are the things I was thinking. You don't even have to be like, you should do this. But you could just share the topic and with someone. And probably not with your own children. I mean, you can, but they never listen to us. So you should tell someone <laughs> else's children um, in carpool about this conversation. And they, they might listen to you, but your own children probably won't. Yes. And I'm going to go ahead and do a plug, even though we're not really ready to announce it. Allison has a super exciting project that she is getting ready to unleash. Um, We might be ready to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Should we do it next week? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So here's the deal, y'all. Come back next week because Allison has learned so much over the past however many months and she's using one of her gifts that God has given her and she's going to bless all of us with it. Oh, you're the best. Well, only because I have your support, so thank you. <laughs> I'm just your cheerleader. Go. I was a good cheerleader in high school. You are an amazing cheerleader and encourager as well. I couldn't do it without her. We hope you have encouragers in your life. Thanks for joining us this week on The Center and the Saint.